Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, Do not adjust your sets. Uh... We're, do, we're doing sour graps tonight, even though we're totally not. With me, as always, is Wrestling Writer. Hello, Wrestling Writer. Hello, How are that you? is the most apt descript of me ever. I'm a nondescript wrestling writer. Thank you for allowing me to be here, Alex. I just sort of stumbled in. Yeah, exactly. Robert DeFelice is here, and I'm here. Sean Ross Sapp is doing God knows what in Toronto. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, there is no banner thing outline deal that has my name and Robert's name. So we're just going to be cycling in and out. But I thought we'd start with my show where wrestling writer is my guest. Uh, Robert DeFelice, how are you on this lovely Wednesday? I'm anything but sour. Dynamite was good. Fighter Fest kicked off with a bang and really ended on quite the swerve, I think. No yes. pun intended. No pun intended. Uh Hey, everybody, um, please uh, do this for me, would you? If you're here in the chat, this is our normally, well, Sean's not here, so who knows, but normally this is our most watched stream of the week. If like a quarter of you could dip down into the little deal where you could hit a thumbs up, that'd be awesome because that really helps us out with the old algorithm. Um, Also, if you'd like your question, statement, hot take, you know, song request if we're going by what happens on tuesdays um if you want all that read on the air uh drop down in the bottom of the comments and leave a little super chat or if you'd like go to humperchats.com that gives us a little sweeter piece of the pie and you could leave us a comment there as well we'll be reading them throughout the night um don't be like hey you you, you missed mine 
we read them in the order that we talk about the segments on the show. So if you're writing a whole bunch of stuff right now, as you probably are, about how Swerve in Our Glory is actually the new tag champs, ah, well then, um, that's awesome. But we'll probably read about that when we talk about the main event segment of the show. Cool? All right. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, this will be a fun little thing because Sean's out of the way, and so I get to run things the way I want. <laughs> That's that's when it's at its very best. I think we can agree. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is this is Fighter Fest. This is night one of four nights, considering there are two nights of Rampage as well. So it's uh, two weeks of this thing. I think it's kind of kind of cool that they decided to like carve out a little area of July to like make the regular uh, uh, TVs seem important, kind of in the doldrums of summer. I think this is cool. It kind of gets all the big players on TV along the way. Further some stories as we're heading into the uh, last six weeks before All Out. We can start really that build in a lot of ways. Uh, coming into tonight, I thought the card looked really strong. Uh, knowing we were going to get some more things added uh, for next week as well. We got some of those things and they look great. Um, but uh, there's something that came around um, earlier. Uh, I guess at the end of last week, they were like, Wardlow's first title defense as TNT champ will be against Orange Cassidy. And I was like, well, damn, they're not starting that thing off light. Uh, that That's a great way to kick off a title reign. It is. And I think the justification being Orange was hurt in the latter match where mm-hmm. Wardlow won right. the right to challenge in the first place. But my God, this show started off with Quite a lot of tickle butt and a chainsaw, Alex. They just decided, you know what? Uh, we've got a chainsaw under here. Let's use it. Uh, I uh, not yet uh, heard what referred to as tickle butt. Uh, usually I refer to it as grab ass, but it's basically the same thing. Just people running around having fun. And uh, what a lot of fun there was to be had. Uh, the I love when you take... Um, see, basically the whole thing is that... Uh, Orange Cassidy is a personality within wrestling that has its own tropes and its own like little bits. He's got to do this bit or the match doesn't, doesn't exist. You got to do the bits and then it becomes okay. Well, if Orange Cassidy is in a match with whatever wrestler plug in somebody, that bit changes, that bit gets reacted to differently. And so when he does his whole, by the way, I love starting off with, with the uh, invitation to the Greco-Roman knuckle lock, but then putting up both hands and then going into the into the pockets. Uh, and then Wardlow pulling the hands out of the pockets. Um, and, uh, uh, and him bringing the pockets with him and then ripping the pockets out. Well, now you got no, no. I would have, honestly, I would have loved if Orange Cassidy just put his, hands as far down into his pants as he possibly could at that moment that would have been fun uh this was all a bunch of fun little ideas for how would a match between orange cassidy and now new beloved monster baby face wardlow work out uh and they hit all the right beats by the way i love that they said ahead of time the best friend says we're just gonna cheat because i don't know how else you're gonna beat this guy and they immediately tried cheating because Trent tried to pull off the top turnbuckle and Chucky e. T 
brought out a chainsaw, and that is the full gamut of how you cheat in a match. From pull off the turnbuckle to 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 bring out a chainsaw, and there are no road stops in between. Once there's a guy with a chainsaw, really, where do you go? Mm-hmm. You got to go home after that. There's a guy with yeah. a chainsaw in the ring. And uh, yeah. it's about as good as it gets. I really enjoyed the strap spot where Wardlow takes down the straps and Orange Cassidy just says, no, no, you're going to put those back up. That was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I'm glad they got this out of the way early in his reign exactly. because I want to see Wardlow challenged. Right. Um, I also loved him being like, wait a minute. I smell something. I smell grease paint. And just yanking Dan Housen out from under the ring. And Dan Housen thought about cursing him, but he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll just leave you to it. Bye. Yeah. And he just leaves. That was great. And at that moment was when all the silliness stopped. It was a perfect, everything was silly up until that point. Wardlow chasing him around the ring, uh, the, the chainsaw pulling out Dan Housen. And then the first orange punch happens and now Wardlow's in trouble. And he keeps, I love, Wardlow's honestly a a very, very good professional wrestler when it comes to all the little things you do to perform to make things look better. Him selling that first orange punch where he was not ready for it with like working out his jaw for the rest of the match was great. The way he sold the chop blocks was really, really great. Each one hurt a little bit more. Like all of that stuff, him hobbling around the ring trying to figure out fight find his footing was all great. The the sequence of stun dog millionaire, orange punch beach break was like they're not going to take the title off of Wardlow after one week. But if they were, holy shit, that sold me a ticket. Yeah, and I like that when it came down to it, Wardlow just kept going for one thing, his bread and butter, and that's the power bomb. And when it finally came to it, yep. he didn't play around. He nope. hit a power bomb, and that was it. Because he respects that Orange Cassidy is a name competitor who's beaten Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Um, you hit him with one, and you don't you don't mess around because who knows what happens afterwards. Um, he probably could have pinned CM Punk all those months ago off of one power bomb, but he was like, "No, I'm going to do eight of these things." And by the by that point, he got rolled up in a small package. You never know what happens. You got to get rid of the guy in the first one. I also love afterwards the fist bump, like him being like, no, I respect you, dude. That was awesome. Thanks for giving me my first you know, title defense. That was cool. I, I thought this honestly, um, I, this went about as good as I think it possibly could have gone um, uh, for both guys. Honestly, I think that, but like Wardlow has not been pushed like this in a long time. So Orange Cassidy, the guy to, that does it by, by, systematically ticking off his defenses one by one, like little needling away at all this stuff so that he's lives himself wide open. Cause he's not, he's distracted and gets one orange punch in. And from then on, he's just constantly coming at him. Oh, that was great. I really love this. Great match. Great way to start the show. And I think it really eased the audience into like, okay, let's have some fun. This is an important episode of dynamite, but I want to see more from orange. Cause honestly, orange was a guy who, before the Bryans and the Punks and the Adam Coles was going to be a cornerstone guy. And I still think you have that in him to do that. So I would really do that. And Alex, I am now you. Yes. And I must say, I, I'm not sour at all about this. No, show. no, we'll, we'll do this. So nobody like freaks out about it, but now you're Sean. Um, oh again, we do not have one of these things that says my name and your name, 
So we're just gonna go crazy here. We're just gonna here here here's there's we'll do this one. I'm apparently I'm What's Jeremy up, Lambert. You guys? Denise Denise Salcedo. Salcedo. Oh wait wait. What? I don't know. I mean, I'm Carlos Toro and you're Jeremy Lambert. I like this one. I I want to be Jeremy Lambert here from now on, just for the next uh, few things I'm reading. Uh, Tom Lavalley says Robert is back. Best smile at Fightful. It's true. Thank he you. Does, he does have those pearly whites. I'm technically Denise, so Denise has the best smile. Yep. There you go. Uh, JDB Pringle says. Psst. Hey, Alex, uh, Kate looks more handsome than I remember. SGS for life. Wonderful to see you, Senor Roberto. Does AEW hump or what? It does. It does, it does it hump. Does. And you guys need to head over to Humper Chats because that's, yeah. how, that's how we're funding this thing. And if you like my smile, one way you're going to get it is yeah. by sending a lot of Humper Chats. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Nathan DePaul says that show effing ruled. Uh, I, I thought it did. I, I especially loved uh, the energy of the first match and adored the way that the, the match, the main event played out uh, and some really great stuff in the middle. Like Takeshita is becoming like my favorite dude to watch in the entire company. Yeah. We'll talk about him a little bit. Um, Axel Hunter says, I've been liking these dynamites since all of the injuries way more enthusiastic. I've been liking these dynamites since all of the injuries way more enthusiastically than I have in a long time. I feel like I'm seeing most of my favorites again. It's it when you have a bloated roster, um, you're allowed to actually, when people have to have time off, there are other guys who can step up that maybe don't get seen as, as often. And it really helps the whole thing out. I think. I agree. Um, you know, we're going to talk about it a lot. I feel like because of the main event result, but there is a feeling within this company that maybe you've gotten away from the people who helped you build the company. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of fans are feeling. Yeah. Um, so we got a rerun saying Wardlow versus the chainsaw does seem like a fair fight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that that's that Wardlow, I would not be surprised to see Wardlow in a, in a match with stipulation is I get to use the chainsaw and you don't Wardlow. I think that uh, that's what MJF should have figured out. That, that's I think what, that's that what they should have done all those years ago with Mox and Lesnar, <laughs> but uh, Lesnar just sort of kept throwing them around. And I feel like that's what would happen here. Yep. Even if someone had a chance. Yep. Um, yes. Um, Sawyer says best fans being very bad at cheating and being eliminated three minutes in was perfect. Goofy baby face versus baby face booking. Um, this is the thing about uh, Wardlow that I love is that he's not afraid to poke fun at himself. He's, he's the big strapping monster baby face um, who just, he power bombs dudes uh, until their souls go splat. But that doesn't mean he can't realize that there could be a joke involved in the match that he's in. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Rich Southwood says that Wardlow and Orange Cassidy was a great match to kick off a loaded show. Both guys looked great, and everyone walked away looking good. The chainsaw made me audibly laugh out loud. Yeah, it was just perfect. I, I love that the, when when Trent and Chucky says, we're going to cheat the whole match, I was like, oh, now I can't wait to see what they do. And I was like, okay, I'm sure it'll build to something crazy by the end. And they were like, no, 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 no. Turnbuckle off, chainsaw out, and that's that's it. That's the joke. And I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah. We got to see some recaps of stuff that was shown on Dark last night. I think that's a really great thing. And I, I think 
especially if they're going to show stuff like this on Dark, you show a recap. I would argue you show a recap of stuff that happened on Dark anyway. Even, even, if, even if stuff like this doesn't happen. Take 45 seconds and show a, a little montage of the best spots from Dark and get people saying, wow, that's every Tuesday night on YouTube? I better tune in. Like, it's 45 seconds. Figure out a way to, to do that every week. And I think it would actually really work. But the, rec the, the recaps were of uh, Pac's first, um, first title defense as the All-Atlantic Champion against Shota Umino, which was a great match, long match. They did yeah. it at Rev Pro in Sheffield, England. Uh, Shota's really, really, really good. Um, and, and Pac basically getting in his crazy, like, brut brutalizer um, um, submission Perfect. on him while he's standing up and just not letting go until he gradually brings him down to the mat and he has to tap out was an awesome way to finish that match. I thought that was great. And it should um, have been on Dynamite because this is your new title that hasn't yes. actually been seen on Dynamite yet. Right. So this should have been played. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh, we, we got uh, Thunder Rosa versus... Help me out here. Um, Mayu Yamashita. 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 I, I got I got I got the first one. Um that Yamashita uh winning uh was it was a surprise, I think, to a lot of people. But I like that it's like, okay, no, seriously, not like a um, hey, it's a championship contenders match in WWE where you might win like four or five of those in a row and never get a title shot. No, and you'll never beat the actually, champion either. Yeah, this actually means that she is guaranteed a title shot and they're going to bring her to the U S and she's going to have that title shot on a dynamite or a rampage. I think or that's a battle of the belts or a battle of the belts. Probably. Um, this show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer, a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I think that's a, that's a really great way of being able to get to that point. Um, and it puts over this person who beat Thunder Rosa without her beating thunder rosa because she reversed a small package like it's it's a way of thunder rosa saying um yeah i i lost i she was a great match i can't wait to face her again i'm gonna when my title's on the line i'm not gonna lose though i think it's i fine. think that considering the ring of honor women's title match has had more build on tv than the AEW women's championship this is the least you could do so i'm glad that they did show some of this and we got to see thunder rosa on the show um, so we got, um, we got Chris Jericho coming out. Um, and Chris Jericho is wearing, wearing a, uh, a, a red suit. A maroon, you might say. Mar- maroonish suit, fuchsia. Uh, <laughs> a, <laughs> um, and he is, um, he's cuts a promo on Eddie Kingston and how Eddie, but you know, I'm, you think you're gonna you're gonna drink my blood or whatever? No, you're not. I'm gonna beat you because you're a loser or whatever. Um, I, I saw a lot of praise of this uh, promo uh, online, and I don't get it. It I was fine. Praise... It was it was fine, but it was like people were like, "Oh my god, Chris Jericho proves he still got it." I'm like, it was a fine little promo, but I don't know what it, what else it was. You know what it is? Is people were so happy that he wasn't going. I'm a wizard and GFY. That's true. That's and by true. the way, I'm I'm the best. It was just very. Hey, let's promote a match here. And Jericho is still good on the mic as he should be because he's been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. But the pop for the pain maker to me. Oh man. Is like. All right, buddy. So you're gonna oh, put on man. war paint and wear a shirt next week because you're war going because you're going into the. He, it looks like somebody gave him a, a a sharpie and three seconds and says do sting face paint. He's like, and that's it. That's all he's got. And every time he does it, it's the same thing. But it's like you, you know, you could actually design that to look good, but he doesn't want to. Which is also why he wears the stupidest little hat. Whenever he's the pain maker, I can't stop laughing at his stupid little hat. Will the hat be covered in barbed wire next week, Alex? <laughs> I don't know. Barbed wire everywhere. It's barbed wire everywhere. I did appreciate that he said uh, that. Uh, have you ever won a barbed wire match? How many barbed wire matches you've been in? I was in the first ever barbed wire match in Canada at 22 years old, and I said, "Wow!" And 40 years later, you're still going strong. Uh, I'm. That's not right. 30, 30 years, 35. 30. 28? I don't know how many years later. It feels like 40. Um, uh, Glennie Kodra says, how much for for Alex to don Painmaker face paint? paint, Wait. Um, Gosh. Uh, Well, um, seeing as how none of this money goes to me directly, I don't know, as much as you want to donate, um, but I'll I'll probably do it because I do have a stupid little hat. 
and maybe I'll wear the stupid little hat and I'll try to draw in some really terrible three-second sting face paint and we'll see what happens next week. You know, I this promo was fine and the Kingston promo afterwards, even that I felt was a little lackluster. It was just, Ruby, show him the hand. I think the story got way too out of hand with the other people involved. Right. I'm glad it's going to have finality. I'm sure Kingston's yes. going to win. I can't imagine a scenario where God, he loses. It would be terrible. It would be the worst thing ever you know, if they did that. Stranger things have happened. So I, I think Kingston wins next week and Jericho can move on to something else or maybe nothing else for a while. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, uh <laughs> Uh, the people in the chat saying like, no, he actually was in the first, I, I know, I'm not saying he was a liar. I'm saying it's, it, it, I like that he brought it up. It would just feel like 20, when I was 22 years old, like seriously, like how long that that's been a long ass time. Um, so it's kind of, it, it, it he's got a very long career. It, I'm pretty yes. sure that's the only one he's in. Cause when I think Chris Jericho, yeah, I don't think barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, Brent Lockman says, done with Jericho cosplaying as King Diamond. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the, I liked the thing backstage with Eddie because he just got Ortiz and, and Ruby back there as like his 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 backing group uh, standing there tra- looking badass as he's like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I, I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. Um, I also love how angry he gets at the conventions of actual broadcast television. So yeah, he gets, he gets five minutes. What do I get? 20 seconds. Uh, and then he's like, fine. I, I see a little light. I understand. And then he does this little promo and says, uh, he says like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you. I'll see you next week and barbed wire everywhere. And then he says, the camera guy, Oh, by the way, that was my end line. You asking what the last thing I was going to say was that was it. I like it. I you know, it. Kingston is real. So he gets it. I don't know where he goes after this. Maybe Wardlow, but I he's got to win first, and I'm just holding on to hope that he does. Yeah, um, me too. Um, so uh, we got uh, Moxley versus Takeshita after Katesta, Takeshita's uh, match uh, versus uh, Kingston last week on Rampage. Which holy shit, that was a that was one of my favorite matches of the last five years. Like I loved that match. Yeah, that's at least that's at least in my top 20 of the last five years, that match. That was so great. Um I I was really in, intrigued to see Takeshita coming off a loss, but also get this championship eliminator match versus uh Mox. Um but I love that that the way Tony tweeted it out was that um well mox requested this match um he asked for this thing it's like so we're gonna we're gonna have you have a championship eliminator match give me Takeshita. i want that dude because i want to fight and like because they if anything like moxley and kingston being best friends you know moxley's watching that and going like that dude hits hard i want some of that in my life and i think that's a really great reason to give Takeshita. A championship eliminator match. Um, and this match was was everything it needed to be. Uh Takeshita is becoming my favorite dude to just watch wrestle. Uh, I see there's a lot of people who are worried about his booking. Like he's what he is, is he's the guy who's the the new guy 
who's proving himself by taking the best guys in AEW to their absolute limit. He's not in a position yet in the company where he's going to be beating those guys. But the fact that all of those guys want to work with him and are like, yes, like let's make it a really, really good fight where anybody could possibly win before the end. I think that's a great sign for him. And I think that's the exact idea. Tony Khan talks a lot about being a fan of wrestling. And we used to see, you know, uh, Kinsuke Sasaki just show up on WCW, fight everybody, lose, but he's the guy you put in there with everybody. That's what Takeshita is doing. That being said, he's got to get an all-league graphic soon because this yeah. dude is just tearing it up. Yeah, he really does. Um, uh, he's he's amazing. Um, I I I what I want is I want this because you also you uh, you we had Regal on commentary for this match, uh, and Regal was very complimentary to Keshta. Like if you sign him, uh, I think that's a great place for him to, for him to train. Is as is being uh, somebody for the for the BCC would be really really great for the Blackpool Combat Club that would be a really great way for him being brought into the company Moxley says I like this guy I like fighting him Regal says I see something in you young man and then they bring him in and that's a really great way to like in story wise why he's part of the company now that's a really great way of doing that and he's so good I really enjoyed watching the uh, the German and all the attempts like he tried to pile drive him on the apron and Takeshita is just so much fun to watch. And I think that's what we wanted when we wanted Forbidden Door. And you've got these guys from different promotions jumping in. And I think he could be in BCC or maybe he's just a guy for Ring of Honor. But I want to see him stateside yeah. permanently at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, we we got some, some Humper and Super Chats about this match. Uh, Chris Reigns saying Takeshita continues to impress every time he wrestles. That he does, man. He's he's great. Yeah. Uh, Joy the bag of Bona donuts says this one. Joy bag of donuts says enough with the endless losses for Takeshita. AEW should sign the guy and push him. He's the total package. Now, I'm fine with the losses that I've seen him take because those are against like lethal. Fine, but lethal cheated to beat him. But like he shouldn't be beaten Hangman when Hangman was champ. He's like. Eddie Kingston, you need Eddie Kingston to win that match because he's feuding with Jericho. You could have, I'm not advocating for this, but you could have had Yas cost Eddie Kingston the match if you really wanted to give Takeshi the victory. And he's not going to beat Moxley. Like, not at this point. That's not And not as do. the champion. Not as the champion. So, um, maybe you find other matches for him to wrestle against guys that are further down the card that he's allowed to beat. Uh, and 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 we'll see what happens. Like, there's there a universal there. taping this weekend. I hope he's there and he gets some good wins. Because yeah. even Lethal, Lethal's under contract. He can't have him beating the contract guys right. yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mo- Brent Lockman says uh, Mox didn't get the G1 this year, so it looked like he decided to beat the G1 out of out of Takeshita. He did. <laughs> he sure did. Uh, he, he got color and everything like there was like the was bloodied. It was, uh, it was a good match. Really, really good match. Um, uh, it ha- like he also, he had to, he hit him with the, with the death rider and then did the hammer and anvil and then did the bully choke. 
Like he was like, I have to kill this dude or he's going to beat me. Like that's, yeah. that's great. And that's as over as you can put somebody in the modern wrestling world without yeah. having them actually win. Yeah. Ryan Lambert says, can we call BCC maximum male models? You know, I don't know about that. Regal might fit the male model, but I don't know if Mox and maximum Ryan and male models. Yeah, maximum the, male models. The, the new tennis, the, the new tennis line, uh, as modeled by uh, John and Moxley. Um, the batted to one Jam Beard uh, saying, "Correct me if I'm wrong, but Miu and Private Part, Mayu and Private Party are the only ones to win this Eliminator Championship contenders match in AEW, right? Wrong." Rio won one against uh, Britt That's Baker. That's right. Um, uh, but none of them have gone on to win Actually the win title. the belt. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a first. That'll be a really cool thing when they decide to actually do the story that pays off with that happening. Um, so, I have something here that I am uh, conflicted about. So, we... Uh, after... Uh, Brody King lost to Moxley. Uh, Darby came out to shake his hand last week. And Brody King brushed him off and then murdered him at like a, like a, a signing in a record store or something over the week. Like just decided to commit actual murder of, in a public place. With Neutral a bunch territory of is what happened there. <laughs> Nobody has the advantage. Um, so... Uh, I'm uh yeah so here we go um we 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 got a an interesting little promo from uh Julia and uh, by the way Julia is doing some fantastic work in ring and I want to see that more on regular TV her 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 finishing like she's got a version of the rings of saturn that looks like it shoot would break every bone in your upper torso oh. Like it, it, it looks brutal. And I love that she does it while staring into the hard cam, just dead eyed. Like, that's great. She, this girl has got something. She understands what this character is and she's, she's having a lot of fun with it. I think it's cool, but she starts the back, the little vignette and then black and Malachi says stuff. And then uh, Brody King, they're all calling out uh, Darby. Um, and so then it's announced we're going to get Darby versus Brody, Brody Kang next week on, on the shark version of fighter fest. Um, and I'm conflicted because I think that match is going to be great. I, uh, I, I, uh, your Darby is taking Miro's spot. Miro needs to be feuding with the entire house of black right now. I, uh, I don't want to see their, um, their, uh, focus split. I want them to have to focus on Miro because if they don't, Miro is going to kick down the gates of hell and murder the devil. I need them to be that worried about Miro because that's the feud I need to carry me through the whole summer. Um, this could be a little fun de dalliance with the whole thing. Also, they better not book Darby to beat Brody King. I can't, I'm, I'm not, that's going to be a bridge too far to, for me. I'm not going to be allowed. I'm not going to be okay on the post show maybe miro that. gets involved i i think there's some fun in a world where it's darby miro and sting against the house of black with darby being used by miro as a weapon and you know 
it just gets Sting on TV, and I think that's what they're going for. But yeah, I'm thinking this is a one and done, and maybe Darby is I, in a match with Wardlow soon I enough. Hope. The Bad of the One Jam Beard disagrees with me. He says Darby feuding with King while Miro is coming after Black. I really want to see Miro team with the emo guys in a six man now. See, I don't. I don't want to see Miro have to team with anybody ever because he does not trust anyone. Because because if a man doesn't trust his own god, who, who can he trust? You know I, what? The Sting. He had his moment of truth movie. I've seen that. He he knows yeah. that God fellow. Maybe him and Miro connect in that way. Who knows? Maybe, but I, I, uh, I, I, I'm interested in this because what, what I don't, I don't, I, I want to see, don't get me wrong. I want to see Miro versus Malachi. I do, but I want to see Miro have to go through Buddy and then Brody to get to Malachi. Like I want to have, I want him to have to run that gauntlet and I want him to successfully do it. That's what I need in my life. Um, we got Christian Cade, um, coming out with Tom Kosaurus to cut a promo on Brian Pillman Jr.'s dead dad. Uh, my DVR messed up and I missed the promo, but I know that that's what he did. Tell me, was it as great as it sounds, Robert? Essentially, he said, I respect your father because he was actually a legend in this business. And it's just a shame that he has to know his last contribution to the business was you ah, and ah, ah, and then they pulled up a shoot, brother <laughs> and then they pulled up a, an image of jungle boy uh, or not of uh griff garrison and said doesn't doesn't he look like jungle boy go get him and then luchasaurus killed him um luchasaurus did kill griff garrison i like the whole like um i'm gonna put your head against the ring post and then big boot it uh and also like you know do it do it like Christian just just yelling at Jungle uh, at, at Luchasaurus to, to murder people. I also love. I'm gonna choke slam. By the way, Br Brian Pillman. I like. I've heard that jorts are coming back into style, but if you can't find any at the store, you're not allowed to just cut a pair of jeans and not like hem them because it's like it was it was not okay, Brian. Like though. You can't do cutoffs, man. That's not that's not allowed. Um, He's rocking a mullet. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, so they put they put him on the table and then choke slam Griff Garrison onto it, and the table doesn't break. So Luchasaurus does it again, and the table's like, okay, fine. And like that was that was awesome. Ah, that was awesome. I loved it. A good segment. I. Liked this a little bit more than just attacking Jeff Hardy, who is present day right. actually struggling. Right. But I can't wait to see Jungle Boy come back and kick Christian's ass. Yeah. Um, Corey M asked a question that I assume he thought was going to be answered by Sean Ross Sapp. He says, I'm, I'm uh, Sean Ross Sapp. I'll, I'll take this one. Go ahead. Is Jungle Boy shoot injured or are they keeping him off TV to build Luchasaurus and the story with Christian? We'll work to figure that out, and we'll have it for you on Fightful Select. What a great, great response. Um, uh, so uh, we got uh, Tom LaValle saying, um, okay, okay, so so Griff looks like Jungle Boy, uh, I guess. 
uh, LTST for BTE. I don't know what that. What's LTS? Yeah, because that was the whole callback of, you know, the Dark Order kept trying to recruit Jungle Boy, but they were actually recruiting Griff Garrison. Ah. That that was a separate person. That goes back to Brody Lee, man. Two years later, they pay it off. AEW really doesn't let any history go. Yeah, that's that's great. I that I do like that. Um, uh, Nathan DePaul says people keep ethering Brian Pillman Jr.'s family, and he keeps getting destroyed by said people. Has to be demoralizing. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it yeah, would be. maybe maybe there will be some kind of payoff to that where he has his own loose well, cannon bit. Na- Next week, we get Christian and Luchasaurus versus the Varsity Blondes. Um, maybe they'll pick up the victory. I guess you never know. <laughs> I imagine this is the dismantling of the Blondes, and they kind of go their separate ways after. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, I think that afterwards, after that, after that match, um, they're going to be looking for witness protection. Uh, yeah. They're, they're going to want to disappear. Uh, and uh, if if you uh, want to disappear there's a really great way to do that uh and it involves nord nordvpn.com slash fightful is great how great how about this you're gonna save money on it if you buy as many pay-per-views as i do and i buy a lot man i'm not gonna say what kind that's for you to determine but i got a great deal with nordvpn used it before they even worked with us Got 70% off my deal. Got an additional month free, 30-day money-back guarantee. Works on all my devices. I have it on this computer. I have it on this phone. have it on the router that's sitting right over there. The TV that's up against the wall. The laptop that's downstairs. It's on all those devices, and it works on all those. And I can do that and have online threat protection, avoiding pop-up ads, malware, all that stuff. Online trackers. But... You can change your virtual location with just one click with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Subscribe to services overseas or get those pay-per-views at the international rate. Check it out, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. There you go, everybody. NordVPN slash Fightful. Um, so uh, <laughs> we... We got um, a 2.0 in Garcia, Garcia interview um, uh, where they're talking about uh, and this, honestly, Daddy Magic makes a good point. It's like, why are we the only ones who got to be in a cage, huh? Huh? Why? Why do we? Why? Why? Why ain't the BCC in a shark cage, huh? Can you tell me that, Mister Shafani? No, I don't think you can. Which is true. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, anybody's just gonna wander on down to the ring and help out Kingston. While they're stuck in a shark cage. It, it was a spur of the moment decision because it's a tie-in with Shark Week. And Yas is just one letter off of Jaws. So they said, we'll stick them in a shark cage. There you and go. I, I'm pretty sure that is the extent of the thought process that went into that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think that was great. And then they leave. And then Garcia gets his own little promo where he talks. He calls out Wheeler Yuta. Uh, says he's got you've been cosplaying as me as the black for the last six months, but I see through it. I'm gonna you you, you want to take my identity? Or I'm gonna take your title at Death for Dishonor. Uh, and our our helpful mod Luis is already calling that the match of the year. Uh, it, it's it'll be let's great. see it first. We gotta <laughs> see it first there, Luis. Uh, it's gonna be very good though. 
Um, we also got a, a a hangman promo. He was like checking his phone. He was wearing this weird headband. So like he didn't really want to be there. And then uh, Silver and Reynolds came out and be like, hey, hey, we saw what happened, man. The Brody King took your spot. So in in the in the in the in the match versus Mox. So we're gonna we're gonna beat up the, the House of Black. And I thought they were saying we called out the House of Black for Rampage. And he was like, cool, all right, good for you guys. And they're like, no, 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 you too. It's the it's a sixth man. And they didn't do that. I was like, really, I was really waiting for Hangman to be like, wait, what? No, I I don't I didn't want to be a part of this. Um, but we are just gonna get Reynolds and 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 Silver in this uh, in a tag match, probably against uh I guess I haven't I haven't seen Buddy in a while. Buddy's so. dealing with a shoulder injury, so ah, I think that it's just Brody sucks. and so, uh, so Brody Malachi. Malachi um, uh, uh, probably uh, the two of them uh, murdering John Silver and Alex Reynolds. And afterwards, uh, Darby Allen comes out to promote to you know to further the thing with uh, for Fighter Fest, or hopefully Miro comes out and 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 then we get that because that's what I want. Yeah, poor Hanger didn't really need to be here for this. No, didn't didn't seem to actually want to be there either. He was more like I'm just I'm I'm playing Angry Birds. I'm they caught a- him. He was sort of like on a, on a coffee run. Yeah, they caught him with his tie dye shirt on, and they just, hey, come do an interview. His, his hair up all, all right. messy, the weird headband thing. I was like, all right, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, we uh we got we got Claudio versus Jake Hager. Uh, these two former friends. Now bitter rivals. We got JR coming out. By the way, uh, we got somebody who says, uh, uh, Ryan Dawson says, thought JR was good tonight. Um, how about you guys? Uh, uh, he, he's better than normal. Uh, less JR at this stage of the game is what I think they're going for. And I think it's helped yeah. for his dynamite calls because he's more fresh. Uh, so Wombat in Combat says Buddy's actually in Australia wrestling. Could be back soon. Oh, that's good. Um, well, I'm glad he's here. He, he's not injured. Uh, and I, 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 he's cool that he's back back home wrestling in Australia. Um, so uh, we get Jr. coming out so he can call the match with his Oklahoma uh, friend Jake Hager. Uh, uh, Yas decides they're going to get involved. Uh, didn't work out well for them. Didn't do shit because uh, Claudio is just the man. And- Claudio is the friggin' man. Uh, I also love that they finally paid off the dissolution of the uh, of the We the People guys. The final blow off match is in AEW. What seven years later? Uh, yeah. Because it never felt like they really paid that off in any real way, and now we actually get it. You know, it's funny when they broke up in 2014. The payoff was. Paul Heyman letting everybody know that Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. So, of course, it took seven years and a new company to come along to actually get a finish. Um, Claudio's uh, uh, great. Um, He's um, he's just phenomenal. Uh, And he made Jake Hager look really, really great, too, which is hard to do in my book. Um, uh, This this is just it's a it's a Cesaro greatest hits party. The pop-up uppercut, uh, the the running the uppercut against the the barricade, the uh, all the things that I loved about Cesaro are still alive and well with with Claudio, which is great because he brought those to Cesaro. I'm glad they're like bringing them with him over here as well. Um, uh, and I'm 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 loving all this stuff. 
the, the big swing, all of it. Uh, you, you're oh, the thing of it is, is that if it was WWE and if he was still Cesaro and not Claudio, all this little like run of the mill, like low rent interference stuff that Yas was trying would have cost him the match. But as it is, he's here and he's Claudio, and that doesn't work now. So I think that's that right. Good. And I'm so glad to see him getting his due. It really felt like people were excited for him last year when he won at Mania and he fought Roman. And it felt like, all right, now he's ready. And of course, they didn't capitalize. I hope he just keeps going up from this point because, yes, he is a former WWE guy, but he's a guy who deserves the spotlight and a run at the top. And I hope he gets it here. And for what it's worth, this is the best Jake has been in yeah. three years. Yep. So keep putting them in there with Claudio. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, we got Kylie who says, uh, fantastic dynamite. I've had an edible and the review is the two best looking men at Fightful. It's a good night. I appreciate that. Well, I, I appreciate that. In this case, I am Sean Ross Sapp, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, uh, we also got a fantastic suggestion. By the batted to one Jam Beard, friend of the Sour Grab Show, who says, Alex, I have an even better idea. After the Darby Brody match, both teams get into a brawl afterwards, and Miro comes out to destroy both teams. Yes. Like I, I could see that happening because Miro doesn't have to be anything. Miro has Miro has no love for Darby Allen. Darby is that like middle, he, he does the whole, you know, emo character. I could see that actually happening. I want to know if we can extend this long enough for Brody and Darby to have a full-on match in the middle of a mosh pit. Like, there's got to be a way to do that. Yeah, and I feel like they can pull it off. They could, they could figure out a way to doing it. Um, hey, uh, they interviewed Hook. Um, it la The interview lasted four seconds. Uh, whatever her name is goes, hey. Yeah, that girl. She's like, hey. Alexis, um, um, <laughs> I swear I got, I got one. I got one uh, coming for the prime day. I got one on a good deal. And when it gets here, the first thing I'm going to do is change it. So, yep. that, so that it doesn't respond to Alexa. It responds to Amazon or whatever. Yeah. That, I, you need to do that. I got to do that. Cause too many times I'm talking about Alexa bliss in the old house. And then something would be like, excuse what? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. I wasn't talking to you. Um, anyway, so um, uh, whatever her name is, Lexi Nair uh, says, uh, you're undefeated. Does that mean you're coming for gold? And he doesn't say anything, and he walks away. So there you go. I, they can only do this for so much longer, because he was in a story with Danhausen that seems to have been dropped. And... It's fine. He just has to become a regular guy. Maybe he goes to Ring of Honor. I don't really know, but he needs to become a regular wrestler yeah. pretty soon. The, the thing that I keep saying is 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 so obviously right there is him going for his dad's title. Yeah. Like Hook versus Ricky Starks with Hobbs like like caught in the middle for a while, but eventually choosing the side of good over evil, I think um, uh, would be a really cool way of, of doing it. Um, 
but Hook Hook versus Starks for for Taz's title is a really easy thing to do that would get get a lot of uh, really great stuff going on for him. That seems um, like something you do in New York when you get there for a Grand Slam. Yeah. Um. So uh, we got Serena Deeb versus Anna J. Um. And uh, this, I think, was what we thought it was going to be. Um. Uh, Serena Deeb uh, just being the superior technical wrestler, uh, getting in her Tequila Sunrise version, uh, making Anna Jay tap out, and then uh, Mercedes Martinez running in and attacking uh, Serena Deeb to further that story. Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. It was fine. Like, why is ROH women's division getting more airtime than... Anything with the AEW world title has. I I think uh, the reason for that is that they want to uh, they they're they're trying to drive some buys for the pape for right. the ROH pape. Uh, so they're trying to get that up there. I, we'll see where all this goes. Um, who winds up? What whatever winds up happening with an ROH television show uh, streaming show. Whatever actually winds up with that, uh, we'll see how everything shakes out in the next few months. Um, I'm okay with it for now because we're, we're building to the pay-per-view. But after that, it feels like, okay, now, now we got to do more stuff. Um, uh, so later in the night, after um, Anna, Anna Jay uh, uh, lost, uh, Chris Rain says, I like how Anna Jay is transitioning to the Queen Slayer now. She's very, she finds some really great ways to lock in that, that sleeper hold. Um, at the end, um, we uh, we got after that uh, tie coming to check on slash talk shit to her former best friend Anna J. Um, uh, like at least at least I'm not smashing Ruby's hand in a car door. Well, maybe if you were, then you would be on TV a little bit more. <laughs> it was just very very odd. It's it's also odd because. Did they ever actually have a falling out, or is it just like you're spending too much time with Sammy and I'm right. mad at you? Right. Like, I mean, not even that. It's just like it seems like Ty was one picking picking fights with Anna. Uh, but I mean, like I I I I totally understand. Like, there's a lot of friendships that have lo- lost that, that have been falling apart because one of the friends starts dating a guy who's a total douche. Like that happens a lot, and you know. You, you, it's all right. It's him or me, and you know, if you choose him, the douche. That's what happens to the friendship. You know, I I would have liked it if they told that story more. It kind of reminds me of uh, Hogan joining the baddies, where it's like you could have told that story instead right. of just going, "This is what we're doing now." Right. Surprise. Right. Um, speaking uh, of the baddies, uh, there's an interview. Um, uh, we we get. I I I I I believe so much in Stokely Hathaway that I know there's some some really good payoff coming for this whole interim baddie situation, uh, as he calls it, with Layla Ali uh, being him trying to get her in. Um, they hate her so much. Yeah. Jade and and Kira Hogan hate her so much, and I don't really understand why this is somebody who wants to just be an underling for you. And probably take pinfall losses for you and get kicked in the mouth like for you. Like she's gonna take bullets for you. That's the person that you, you 
she's willing to sign up for it. That seems like something that you would actually want, Jade. I'm not really sure about why we're not. I guess there's still an air of confidence to where she feels like, I don't need you around me unless I want you around me because she isn't in a position where she actually feels worried that she's going to lose anything. Layla Gray, of course, not Layla Ali. That would have been a it's a bigger story. <laughs> yeah. It's a much bigger story that it's uh I imagine Jade wouldn't turn her down as much. Probably not not as not as much. Um yeah. Uh but I'm yeah, I'm I'm yeah, no, yeah, I understand that. Also, um, she worked with a different Hogan. I understand the computer. <laughs> yes. Uh so um uh Anyway, Nathan DePaul saying that uh, a, uh, a Ty J feud has been a long time coming. Ty being dis- delusional about uh, taking about taking my TV time when she's not wrestled at all is funny too. You see, she's yeah. not wrestled at all, but she's been on TV. Oh, but on TV, it's big. It's a it's a big difference. Um, uh, so yes, I think there's there, that you can do a um, a Ty versus Anna J Ty J uh, fight. Uh, I think you can do that. Um, uh, along the way as well. Uh, I don't know if Ruby's hand yeah. is like kayfabe injured or really injured. Um, but Ruby's got a Ruby's got to have a, a bone to pick with Ty whenever she's ready to wrestle. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that all goes. Uh, we maybe gotta... maybe the, the swerve is that after the original idea was Tay being recruited to the Dark Order, maybe. Anna goes over to the Yas and she helps Jericho since the rest of them will be in a cage. Yeah, she does say that, like, you know, um, hey, you know, we should think about, you know, think about it. Think about what I said. You should probably join us or whatever, which is an interesting idea. Um, uh, but I don't want any of that because I don't yeah, want to muddy the whole thing because Kingston would lose. Like, there has never been a guy suspended in a shark cage above the ring match in which that gay didn't smuggle a weapon into the shark cage and then drop it to the ring below that is happening but there are also going to be five dudes in that cage i think four five five i think sammy would be in there if sammy's in there too that's five of them um so they're gonna have five different weapons i want I want to start raining stuff down into the barbed wire match. I think that could be a lot of fun. I think so. Um, we got an interstorm, uh, an interview with Thunderstorm. Uh, they have they have shirts now. There there are there's no women's tag division in AEW, but Thunderstorm has shirts. They got on that right away. They got on that right away. Um, uh, and, and their little promo has been uh, interrupted by Britt Baker. And uh, Jamie Hader, uh, Britt being like, listen, we tried our best to stay away, to give some more TV time to all the other girls, but we all know this place falls apart when I'm not here, so we're back. Uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're getting more into this thing now, um, which I'd be fine with if Thunder Rosa wasn't the champion. I right. love like Brit and Thunder Rosa hating each other, no matter if the belts are on the line or not. Um, but uh, Thunder Rosa and Brit is a thing we've done. Um, so Thunderstorm versus Brit Hater is is a you know I don't I okay I mean I, the, the matches will be fun, but 
I feel like we need a, a real strong title program for Thunder Rosa, which is the one thing that has really been lacking in her reign. You know, I think the swerve here is Hater beats Rosa, hopefully. So that's that how you get around that. Yeah. There's also a lot of the, here's a sandbag, because this is how we're going to deal with the thunderstorm. Right. And here, Tony, you carry her for a month. And then uh, Rosa getting in the line of, I can't wait to bury you with it. It's like a lot of insider terminology for no yeah. real reason. But yeah. if it keeps things going and it gets Rosa on TV, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, uh, we, uh, we, we got some, go to, uh, super chats and humper chats, uh, being read all night. Humperchats.com gives us a little sweeter piece of the pie. If you'd like, uh, thank you so much. It really is appreciated. Chris Rain says, love the promo from Brit. Really great to see her back on dynamite. Nice sandbag reference too. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean, listen, they're not going to shy away from that stuff. Um, I just, I don't know exactly if it's doing what they think it's doing yeah. by mentioning it. Um, uh, the better to one jam beard saying a tie versus J feud could lead to a Yas versus dark order feud as well. Well, dark order is nothing if not sports entertainers. So that's very interesting as well. Um, he said, I take a meaty men match of 10 versus Hager that, I mean, sure. Uh, plus uh, 2.0 versus Silver and Reynolds. Now, there you got me talking. 2.0 versus Silver and Te- Reynolds could be a lot of fun. That would be a really cool little thing. Um, as I've said, though, Daddy Magic is worlds better than his position in in, in that in that uh, faction. Like, that dude's amazing. And, uh, and they would the, never rise. I can never the, get over that. Yeah. Within the next year, um, like Daddy Magic, Matt Menard has got to be at, at a much higher position on the card. He's he's far too good at all the rest pro wrestling slash sports entertainery stuff to to be fourth fiddle in a Jericho faction. He's he's too good. Um, and Angela is very good as well. They're just he really is. He really really good comedy. Yeah, though though they're they're very he's very very good. Uh, they're both very very like that. Matt Menard promo after uh, Blood and Guts was like otherworldly. That was How is just, that not an instant babyface turn of saying, yeah, I know. I'm here bleeding buckets while I'm, my I'm, son I'm is taking his first ble- steps. My son is taking his first steps and I'm here bleeding buckets for you, Jericho. Why am I fighting your battles for you, Chris Jericho, is the next thought, but he yeah. doesn't actually say it. Um, we got a little few things that's going on for uh, for Rampage. The Ass Boys are going to talk about why they turn on the acclaimed. Uh, I think it's because they prefer paper and rock over scissors. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Lucha Bros versus Private Party, which is going to be a lot of fun to watch, and Gresham versus Moriarty uh, for the t- for the ROH title on Rampage. Um, I don't think there'll be another surprise. Uh, title change uh, in that one, but uh, uh, Gresham versus Moriarty should be great. It should be good enough to lead to a rematch. Yeah, at the pay per view, and if you have to get there by giving Lee a run for a week, mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with that. Um, Colt says, uh, "Who would you guys book against Gresham at the Pape, and why is the perfect answer Takeshita?" Take care, fellas. 
Um, if you're going to do that, then, I, then I'm going to need to see him win a battle royal right. or a gauntlet match or something because he is, he is, he's, um, you know what you do is you have Cesaro or Claudio, sorry, come yeah. out and just challenge him and just, it's Claudio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That does feel right as well. Um, uh, also, yeah, Gresham turning heel on Rampage was a thing that happened. It happened, yeah. Uh, I was definitely not, uh, that did, that took me by surprise. Um, I think they, I think they have, uh a a, a a very they have they must have a baby face in mind to be the guy who feuds with Gresham for a while and then takes the title off of him. There's that they must have the idea this is the guy we want to be the face of R- of ROH uh starting in a couple of months. Um that that must be their idea. Otherwise there's no need to turn him heel now. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, however, uh, the bad at a one jam beard, uh, makes a good point says Tully has not so slowly put together a pretty damn good four man stable in ROH. Yeah. Gresham plus like four giant marauding, like nutcases who just love murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to call out though, you know, Brian Cage, it felt like, okay, you're going to make him a thing in ROH and right away you go. Yep, uh, never mind that, because uh, Gresham is now with Blanchard, and he's the main guy. Right. Yeah. Um, we've got, a, 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 I believe, a, um, a, a, a haiku? What is what? It's a poem by Jesse O.G., who says, For uh, Konosuke Takeshita, Fierce, fiery warriors fought upon the clouds, in ranks and squadrons and fright form of war, which drizzled blood upon the ring. That's actually from Shakespeare. I now realize what he's doing. That's Jesse Ozog, uh, who's our who's our resident Shakespeare scholar in the Sour Grab Society. Uh, he says, also, Alex, you can you see the commercial with the Lindas? It's actually yeah, I, Linda, Linda, and Brenda. Brenda is the one who needs a Linda, and that's why she talks to the Linda because the Linda's come to Linda. Uh, I love it. I think it's great. And uh, I, I saw it four times today and I'd like to see it a fifth. I did think of you when I saw that. That's yep. a very, very you. <laughs> so me. It's so me in, in, in all the ways. Um, uh, so uh, they were running down uh, what the hell uh, uh, was going on, you know, like in, you know, it's, it's the Excalibur spot where he speaks a mile a minute and says a whole bunch of things. Um, and then Joe, uh, J- Jay Lethal comes out, Joe Lethal. Jay Lethal comes out and and screams into a really bad mic. Uh, like, <laughs> you tell Samoa Joe that... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's, that's too bad. You picked up a really bad mic there, Jay Lethal. And nobody can tell you different. Um, but yeah, he's very upset. And he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna call it Samoa Joe. They're gonna have their match at. Uh... <sighs> They're gonna Horizon. have their match at Death Wars Honor, and I I fear Jay Lethal's gonna win. I I think he will because I think Jay Lethal is probably just gonna end up in Ring of Honor anyway. Like he left yeah. Ring of Honor just to go back, but uh, yeah. Joe's been gone for a while now, yeah. and. I really feel like just get this match out of the way and do whatever you're going to do with Joe. Yeah. And hopefully he can come back and have a good run. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, we <laughs> we got um, uh, oh, oh, J.D. Pringle reminding us, and we, we mentioned this, I think, but I think I might have said it in a way that was confusing. We forgot to mention that Wardlow tore off O.C.'s pockets. So yes. amazingly silly, the thing we like is better than the thing you like. It's true. So I'm going to, I'm going to little peek behind the curtain. I'm not calling out Luis, but I did think it was funny. I, I brought up the little, our little rundown sheet, the little, uh, little document that he fills in through the night with all your humper and super chats. And it will say a, a, a list of all the matches and segments on the show so we can keep it in line. And the one thing for the, for the main event that he had written during the show was the Young Bucks defeat Swerve in Our Glory and Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. You would was, really think so. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I reading it for the first time during the match, I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and then, then that didn't happen. Um, and then that didn't happen. It was a great friggin' match. I, um, for, for a while, I was thinking to myself, is is the is the is the AEW tag team titles are they o- only going to be defended in triple threat matches? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought to myself, well, no, that that shouldn't be the only way they're defended. However, I've come to really appreciate that the tag team division is so deep that you can throw three different tag teams into one of these things and it'll be completely different every time uh you can you can i've seen the young bucks have three different ones of these and and it's been different every time um they're they're excellent um they're also the perfect transitional champs mm-hmm. um because eventually you're gonna want them to have to be like the five or six time aew tag champs you're going to want that to be a thing that they can say about themselves. Uh, so it doesn't really hurt them if one of their reigns is only a couple of weeks, especially if they don't get pinned to lose those belts. And especially when all signs point to them never having needed to be the champions in the first place. Right, right. Um, this was a great, a great <laughs> Great friggin' match. Uh, everybody got the chance to show out. Uh, there were some really cool spots um, uh, and a really cool little moments where one guy versus one guy for like 45 seconds to a minute and a half. Really excellent things going on. Um, uh, we got a whole bunch of things um, uh, who says, uh, here we go. You have um, JP says, I feel like Hobbs got over the most in this match tonight. And that is awesome. Ready for him and Wardlow. That's interesting too. Um, uh, uh, Adam Adam says, imagine Keith Lee throw, seeing Keith Lee throwing people around and diving on others and thinking, let's call him Bearcat. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably not. That's probably a bad thing. Um, Chris Rains says, love that exchange between Swerve and Nick Nick Jackson. That was masterful stuff too that was really really great um uh uh the battle one jambier says this is true 
if they wanted to, they could do Bucks versus FTR for the ROH or IWGP tag titles as well. If they don't, they can still have their big match, Bucks versus R versus FTR for a different set of titles. Or, you know, what's a match I've never seen before? I've seen Young Bucks versus FTR twice. It's been great both times. But a match I've never seen is Keith Lee and Swerve Scott and and and, and Swerve uh, Strickland versus. Uh, versus FTR, I've never seen that before. But I do, I, I do have to call attention to it just because you mentioned the name. Just a year ago, both of these yeah. men were high prospects in WWE. Should have been it's, at least. I think it's been less than a year since Keith Lee beat Randy yeah. Orton. You know, yeah. like how do you drop the ball? And I'm just glad, Alex, that these men were able to get over yeah. their issues with one another and win tag titles. And unlike other teams that are the best of friends until a week later when they just, nothing matters anymore. Right. No, it's, it's true. Like there, there are, there are a lot of things um, that can happen uh, to dissolve a friendship, you know, Um, you know, a skateboard breaking in the middle of trying to hit somebody with it uh that that certainly doesn't help um you know money can be a factor factor like both of you wanting the same uh shot at fame and, and fortune um uh or also erectile dysfunction you know we care about that performance in wrestling that main event performance but maybe in the bedroom you don't have the confidence to perform bluechew.com and the code fightful will help get you there. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You know it's that good stuff. But it works on your schedule, or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. And if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Get that main event performance. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that erectile dysfunction would come between Swerve and Keith Lee, or especially between uh, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. I'm saying it could be a thing, a factor in 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 a different hypothetical friendship dissolving. I'm You're just saying that no matter the situation, you don't want the board breaking before you're ready to use it. That's very true. Uh, uh, Ryan Lambert says, "So when is Swerve hitting Lee with a skateboard?" Uh, I, I'm hoping not next week. That's yeah, the, was that was the thing that happened week. with the other one. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. So, um, Matthew plus says that you should play Keith Lee's victory speech here. Well, we don't have the capability of doing that, but I, I do recommend you going and seeking it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, he's, he's great. Um, uh, the, the match itself, um, there was a, it was a, a, a big, um, a ref bump where uh, Hobbs splashed um, <laughs> splashed Rick Knox in, in, the, in, the, in the corner. Um, and then from there on out, the rest of the match was just mile a minute, crazy stuff. Um, uh, I, I, the, the, the big finish came 
when Keith Lee, who had been trying to do this all match, actually was able to do a tope uh, cone hero over the top rope onto everybody except for Ricky Starks. Uh, and Ricky Starks was in the ring in prime position for Swerve to hit his big two-footed stomp uh, off the top rope, and they got the victory that way. That was uh, really great. That was awesome and a great match. And honestly, at this point, it feels like the triple threat is the staple match of the division. But I'm I'm so happy to see Swerve and Heathley oh. get something. But because I got a lot of these messages, let's talk about the fact that these are two former WWE guys. Should they have given it to Starks and Hobbs, who are two AEW guys? Um, like I, I'll, I'll entertain the viewpoint. I'm, I'm the wrong guy to ask because, um, because I, I've been uh, a Swerve Strickland, Swerve Scott, uh, uh, kill shot fan since like 2014 um, uh, when that dude was wrestling under a mask in Lucha Underground. I've been a Keith Lee fan since the first time I saw a 12-second clip of him doing stuff in PWG like a decade ago. Um, I've been waiting for this moment. Like, I thought these two guys, when these guys both signed with WWE, I was like, these two guys are can't-miss megastars for this company. They're going to be so great. I'm so happy for them to be pushed as major top stars in the biggest company in the world where they're going to get the most eyes on them. They deserve it. And for both of them to be just basically like misused was is the, in the best case. And also like just not used with swerve. Like there's like, nah, we yeah, wanted to fire you and everybody who works with you. Goodbye. Like they could have done some so so much with them and didn't, and then they would get signed by the competitor, and them to be immediately shown like, oh no no, we know how good you guys are. Like, give us a couple of months, we're gonna put some some gold around your waists. Like, I'm very very happy for the guys I've been rooting for for a very very long time. I will entertain the other argument that it should be Starks and Hobbs who've been there longer. I get that. But I'm, it's not going to stop me from being like, I, I love my boys, Swerve and, and Keith, so I'm going to root for those guys. Well said, and I think they'll get their moment. I think Starks and Hobbs are going to get their moment as singles because both guys are amazing. And it was the right thing to do for Swerve and Lee because now there's a whole new dynamic atop the tag team division. Yeah, um, uh we got uh, Slim Saint saying new champs with all caps and six exclamation points. I think that's that's a couple exclamation points uh, shy of where I was at when that first happened. Um, J.K. Schwal saying from the ref bump to the finish, holy hell. That's true. Um, and uh, uh, we got uh, Chris Rains saying, I'm all in with Swerve and Lee as champs. What an amazing main event. Um, I... I really want them to do the right thing and to give these guys a full reign as champs, uh, let them get over whatever differences they've had recently and give at least like give them a, f- a few months as champs, if not longer. And then when you actually have run the course of this team as a duo, then you break them up and feud them against each other. 
it, when they started teasing that a month ago, I was like, it's too early. These guys are amazing. I, I thought they should have gone over at double or nothing. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy for them right now. Agreed. This, this was the right call. And even though it wasn't the one I was expecting, I was expecting the Bucks to hold on to it until either they lose it to FDR or even a Darby and Sting, who are still undefeated as a team. And I think they're waiting for that one. Right. But I'm really glad that Keith Lee is a major champion in a North American promotion. Right. Um, the batter to one jam beard saying, holy flying F, our boys did it. Swerve and Lee are the champs. That was a fantastic match. God damn, does AEW know how, how to do tag wrestling? Tag wrestling is, is like, when it's done really, really well, it's my favorite thing about professional wrestling. Uh, all those bodies moving around the ring. Like there's so much, there's so little margin for error. Uh, like there's a, it's a dance between at this, in this particular case, six men have got to be on all the right spot, doing everything right, make everything work. It's so, so much more difficult and it's so, so great. Rerun saying swerve in our glory tag champs. That was an incredible match and a smart belt move. I don't need swerve playing confused though. Yeah. Well, I think that was to tease something like the, the, the further the swerve in swerve um and then hopefully now starting now that's all done yeah. we can move on it um, seems like he made his decision and they're moving right together all elite dan saying i'm basking in the glory of the new aw tag team champions those six men showed why tag wrestling is amazing and fun that's so true um uh uh shot k29 says that was not a good crowd tonight it was bad for some for some of the matches. It was not very great. It seems like they were, they were into it for the final one. Uh, yeah. But he says, it shows how it can bring down a very good show. But on to more important things, whose house? Swerve's house. Well, Swerve's house. Swerve and Lee's house. And honestly, what a, what a great, great moment for a team that I didn't know before a few months ago that I ever wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Jackson asks a asks, Perfectly cromulent question. It says, why oh, my only question is this why the ref bump? It's no DQ to begin with. The ref bump wasn't needed at all. AEW I referees think... have no clue what the normal rules of wrestling yeah. match, especially a young bucks tag match. Yeah. So it feels like that they probably would have called a DQ. So they're yeah. just covering their bases. Um, I uh yeah, I agree. It's even if it is no DQ, um, just having the ref stand there and watching guys being hit with a title belt feels odd. Like unless it's a, like a street fight or something, it does feel the, the optics of it feel weird. Uh, maybe, maybe if it wasn't Rick Knox who, who willfully turns a blind eye to everything anyway, it might, might not have been so bad. Um, uh, rerun saying the double top rope walk, that ended in double yam bag city was exquisite. That was great. I think JR, best call of his life was yam bag city Jones. And I just, okay. Also, Taz is a damn national treasure. He really is. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, uh, Starks and Hobbs, uh, they did not pick up the victory here, but I would argue they both looked so good in defeat. Like, that that top rope, um, uh, like was it a it was a cutter, plus a, a power bomb thing was was awesome. Like a doomsday device doomsday cutter device kind of thing, cu cutter and uh, that was great. Um, uh, 
And then um, Hobbs, when he was spine-bustering everybody in the match onto Keith Lee one after another, that was so great. Uh, I I think, I, I hope what they're going to do with this now is to move Starks into this thing with Hook, like like moving that in that direction. Like that would be a, a, a big thing for that storyline. Will be really helpful for the whole company to do that. I'm I'm I'm. I, it's 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 rough because I I love Starks and Hobbs. My own personal proclivities for Swerve and and Keith Lee uh, mean I was rooting for for them, but also. If Hobbs and Starks had won, I'd be very happy for them, too. They're both great guys. Also, Big Swole, I don't know if she coined this, but she was saying, I'm rooting for absolute power. And I was like, what an amazing team name. Absolute Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs as absolute power. You can even call them absolute powerhouse if you didn't want to do that. That's that's an amazing friggin' team name. And uh, unfortunately, they they lost. So we'll see where it, go, where it goes on. Yeah, um, but overall, great showing for yeah. everyone. And I think the Young Bucks have proven of all the EVPs and of all the original names, they've had the best run since the start of the company till right now. Uh, Johnny Hirschman says that the last match was crazy. I looked on Twitter after, and the graphic for All Out leaked and had them as the champs. Good, I saw it after. Uh, Young Bucks rematch, FTR, a one on a two on two at this point, I guess. Uh, rematch Young Bucks versus uh, Swerve and 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 uh, Keith Lee would be would be the right way to go since not, neither one of the Young Bucks got pinned in this match. And it was honestly them who were like, We'll take you both on because we think you'll cancel each other out and we'll easily beat you, and then we can move on to something else, which I think we all thought was the plan for the Young Bucks. Um, versus FTR. So, you know, um, that's, yeah, that was not the way they're going to go. But Mike Preventure uh, says, now the Bucks get the Impact titles so they can propose, propose them versus FTR versus Swerve and Lee in the main event of, of, uh, of All Out for all the titles. The problem uh, with that is then there's only one tag team champion in wrestling. No, and unless they're going to fight the Usos, I mean, we already have merged belts. Yeah, like, that's, that is very true. That is very true. And Luis reminding us of that, uh, of of the Young Bucks double super kicking Keith Lee, but it having no effect. So Starks joined them for a triple super kick on Keith Lee, which knocked him over. And then uh, Starks couldn't help but pose. And so then he got double super kicked. That was a great spot. Yeah. The whole match was just perfect spot after perfect spot. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, at the end of the shows on Tuesday, we do something called the jukebox, which is a weird thing. And Sean never lets me do it on Wednesdays when Sean is here, but Sean's not here and I'm wrestling writer. Um, so, uh, but so here's what we're going to do. Um, uh uh, beep boop has sent in a super chat says, apparently I have a free super chat. LOL. I don't know why they gave me a free $5 super chat. Anyway, I'm requesting that Linda will sing Dawn of a new age by Satyricon. Um, and that's just a thing that I like, I, I didn't ask for this. Some, somebody like sent in money. So I have to do it. I mean, um, 
The floor is yours, Linda. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I'm, I, hold on. Hold on. I got it. I had to get the glasses. Hold on. Okay. Um, here we are. <clears throat> this this is very dark. I can already tell. Beep Boop, are you the one who's sending that very dark song for me to read before? Here we go. And I looked and behold a pale horse. And on his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was, uh, this is the Bible. I know this. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and hunger and death and with the beasts of the earth. And then again, I saw, I mean, this is the, just the whole thing is just the, for the great day of wrath is coming and who shall be able to stand? The stars of heaven fell unto the earth, have, even as a fig tree cast it. This is just me reading the Bible now. And I'm not even sure I'm allowed to do that. But, uh, you know, this is this is a thing that yeah. I'm not even sure what, what any of this is. But it, and then I saw again, I saw and beheld a black horse and he sat on him at a, at a skivvy. A skivvy? A scythe. Is that how you spell that? And a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering. And to conquer, there was a great earthquake. Oh, you got to watch out for the earthquakes. And the, the sun became as black as sackcloth. Sackcloth? Sackcloth. The cloth on your sack, and uh, and the moon became his blood. It's terrible. You don't want a blood moon because that means something's wrong with your butt. Um. Anybody? Uh. Yeah. That's. Sorry, I had. Was to that, that supposed to be a song? No, apparently, there was a song. There was a song. I, I I don't know anything about Satyricon. Uh. But yeah, that was that's not quite the earth shaking. The whole thing is this is not the best one to do on the one day that Sean isn't here because it proves that he's right. Ah, proves that he's right. I hate that. Yeah, that's bad. Someone uh, send a better song. <laughs> no, we're going to go. Hey, Robert, uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, Robert, where can they find you? I'm going to make sure that you are actually here with your thing. You can find me everywhere at Dude Felice, like you'll see in a moment. But until then, follow Alex at Alex Zaragratz. And yeah, there I am, at Dude Felice. Follow me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I'm always here every day on Fightful, yep. being a wrestling writer. And I thank you for all your support. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this is me now over here. Uh, you can follow me uh, at Alex Sour Grabs. Uh, I'm uh, over on Fight for Select doing the Sour Grab show, talking about wrestling uh, that isn't as good as this wrestling, uh, especially also on this very YouTube channel on Tuesdays with uh, the wonderful Miss Kate Fabe uh, talking about uh, NXT 2.0, where uh, uh, tag teams become champions and then break up a week later for no reason. Um, so it's a, it's a lot Stupid. of fun over there. Thanks. Uh, drop a like. If you have not yet, it really helps us out. Thank you all for all the super chats and super chats. You're all, you're all, you're all uh, the best. Uh, and we will, uh, we will see you later. We're out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.